For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the first team NFL draft and college football podcast. We are deep into summer scouting, which, of course, means trying to get a few more scouting notes out to you. So I'm Ryan Roberts, director of recruiting at irishbreakdown.com, as well as an NFL draft analyst at riseanddraft.com. You can check out my profile at riseanddraft on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. But we're going to take you through a little bit of some summer scouting notes. If you have not listened, and you probably haven't, because I believe Joseph DeLeon is publishing it on a Monday. We just finished up cornerback week uh, week of the summer scouting series that we're doing, which has been very enjoyable. And this is one of my favorite weeks that I've had so far because I wasn't sure what to expect of this cornerback class when I first got into it. I knew that there was going to be a couple headliners that I really did like, including Kalen King, who I'll get into the top list here. But I don't want to focus too much on the top guys because that's more of what the podcast is for right on Monday you're gonna hear about my top five corners what who I really liked who nearly missed the missed the list and that's great that's the headliner of the group but what really set this week apart for me is that I was found to be drawn to several mid-round late round options that I think bring a lot of upside to the next level and guys that I'm Really excited about and going to be keeping close tabs on, obviously, as we get into the season. So without giving you too much analysis on the top five, because, again, I want you to listen to the show on Monday if you guys just want a little bit of insight into why my top five is the way it is. I did have Kalen King, cornerback, Penn State, Kool-Aid McKinstry, defensive back, Alabama, Nate Wiggins out of Clemson, Cooper DeGene, cornerback out of the University of Iowa, also plays a lot of nickel for them or has in the past, and Javon Bullard, who is the pure starting nickel for Georgia. That was my top five on the list. Narrowly missed the list. I talked about a little bit. Guys like Terry and Arnold from Alabama, Cam Hart from Notre Dame. But I really want to talk about a couple of the smaller school guys that I got a chance to watch because I've watched 17 players officially graded for the summer scouting series for cornerbacks, which was, I think, Think the most players I had done at a position so far. We still haven't gotten the wide receivers. I'm sure wide receivers is going to be the one where I open the bank a little bit and I evaluate even more players that I that I did this past week. So let's talk about a couple guys that I really liked. I think some guys that are a little bit underrated in this draft process right now, and a couple players that maybe I think are a little bit overhyped. You know, just kind of for what they are. As of right now, and again, we're in summer scouting, so things are going to change, a a full season to be played. But as of right now, I have a lot of thoughts on this class. So I want to start with one player 
that you may have heard me mention in the past, but not as in depth because it was more during the last season toward the tail end of the season, as far as one of the breakout cornerbacks in the Mac, which is a conference that doesn't get a lot of conversation, obviously for being a group of five or a, um, yeah, a group of five level conference, but they have a corner named Quinion Mitchell, who is going to be a fourth year player, technically a red shirt due to red shirting early on in his career, but he's coming off a really nice year, five interceptions for Toledo, Interesting size profile, six foot and four eighths, so six foot and a half, 198 pounds. That's verified, by the way. If you watch him on film, he has really nice length, too. I would be willing to bet that his his arms are probably about 31 and a half, maybe 32 inches. I really do think that he has a ton of length that he brings to the, to the table. And for me, he's a little bit of a scheme-specific player, which is why I ended up giving him a fourth-round grade, not a little bit higher, because there's a lot I like about Quinion Mitchell. So first and foremost, Ball skills are fantastic. I think he sees the game really well. I think that his zone awareness is fantastic. And I think that his is his speed and size combination is good. Like I think that he can work vertically with a lot of players due to the length that he has, due to the straight line speed. He has a verified or an estimated, I should say, 442 in the 40. So he's going to run pretty well. I, I hear I have some connections to the Toledo program. I hear that he's going to test. Maybe a lot better than people think, but I really do like him a lot for what he is. And again, not going to be for everyone because there are some people that are going to want to play, you know, more strict press man and guys that are maybe a little bit more of off man corners that can really change direction at a high rate. And I don't think that's Quinion Mitchell. I think he's more of a zone specific corner that can play a little bit of press enough that it keeps you honest. But I think ball skills are fantastic. I think straight line speed is good. I think that his instincts for the position are fit, are really good. So I think that Quinion Mitchell could eventually be a starting caliber corner in the right system in the next level. Also had a fourth round grade on. This game might have been my biggest surprise over the last couple of weeks. That is Max Melton, who is a cornerback out of Rutgers, is going to be a fourth year player this year. Technically, redshirt junior due to the COVID rule and everything. But he is... If Melton for Rutgers sounds familiar, it's because Bo Melton is his older brother, who was a seventh-round draft pick by the Seattle Seahawks, was a senior bowler a couple years ago, wide receiver. And I'm here to say, oh man, it's a big claim, because I actually was a, a Bo Melton guy. I liked Bo. I had a four, fourth or fifth-round grade on Bo. I, he went a little bit lower than I thought he was going to. Max is the better of the two, in my opinion, as far as NFL draft prospects concerned. He is listed, and we don't have verified measurables, but he's six foot. 190 pounds, expected to run in the mid four fours. Estimated four four five is the 40 that we have on on Max Mountain right now. And I thought that his movement skills were really good, man. He's pesky too. Like he's one of these typical Rutgers defensive backs that you've seen in the past. Think about like the McCordy brothers, for instance, or a couple guys that. I think that for me, because I think that he fits the profile because I think Max is a good overall athlete. I think he's going to run well. I think his change direction is good. But the thing that separates him and the reason that he's so sticky is that he's so instinctive. He's so there, – there's no reaction to him. He's very proactive. He wants to be, kind of dictate his position on a football player. He wants to dictate the outcome of a rep. 
really aggressive football player. I think he is a good tackler in the run game as well. He's competitive, which is the biggest thing for me. So I have an early fourth round grade on Max Melton. I could see him going a little bit earlier than that. And I could see that him rising throughout this process for me, because I just think I just want a little bit more consistency on film. You know, the ball production is kind of sporadic at this point. If he puts a consistent season on film, I wouldn't be shocked if he's a day two football player. And I wouldn't be shocked if he's at the senior bowl this year, because I believe he is going to be senior bowl eligible Max Melton, Rutgers, really good football player. Last guy that I had a fourth round grade on was DJ James out of Auburn. He's a little bit of a oddity, kind of fits into, we had this a little bit last year with Emmanuel Forbes, who was a six foot one, six foot and a half, 160 something pound corner coming out of Mississippi State. Ended up going in the first round. I actually really liked Emmanuel Forbes. I think DJ James, brings a similar profile to the table. He is incredibly cat quick because he's listed at 6'1", 164 pounds. And I think for me, I think his height is a little bit overstated. I would think that he's a little bit more 5'11", high, maybe six foot flat. But he is impressive movement skills, man. And I think that he can run well vertically. And I think that this kid is just has some really nice makeup as a coverage player. I mean, and obviously... The size is always going to worry you a little bit. It's going to worry you, and I completely get it, but I think that he overcompensates in certain areas that gets me super excited. So keep eyes on DJ James, a part of a really talented defensive back room. They have Keontae Scott, who's a true junior. They also have Nehemiah Pritchett, who's been there for a while for the University of Auburn. So keep eyes on DJ James. I think he's right now the best of the three, in my opinion. And a player that I'm very interested to watch. Quick notes, because I didn't want to spend too much time on him because he's a top five, but make sure you get eyes on Nate Wiggins out of Clemson. I think he's one of the most underrated players in this class. Two guys. One hit on real quick. I gave PFA grades. I've seen a lot of mock drafts that had Denzel Burke from Ohio State. Folks, I'm going to put it like this, man. I think we just did this with seven banks a couple years ago. Denzel Burke is pretty long. He's a bigger corner. He can move. He has all the athletic traits that you would want at the position. Player. It's just kind of blind to it, man. I don't think he has good instincts. I think he's grabby. He scares the heck out of me. So I would I I wouldn't even be sure that he's going to be in the draft this year. That's how troubled I am with a little bit of what I saw on film from Denzel Burke. And the last one is Fentrell Cypress, who was a big Big member of the transfer portal this year. Was thought of as a big win for Florida State. Virginia was a really good, productive player for the University of Virginia. Guys, I'm just going to be honest. I don't see it. I don't know why this kid was as heavily valued as he was in the transfer portal. I think his size is average to below average. I think that his movement skills are below average just in general. I think his zone instincts are fine. I think they're good, but I, I just... I do not see enough physical traits that gets me super excited about Fentrell Cypress. If he's going to play in the NFL, he is going to be a zone-exclusive corner who's also a below-average tackler. So, like, I don't get it. A good college cornerback, but if we're talking about NFL draft space, I don't get the Fentrell Cypress stuff. That's going to do it for this week's Ryan's Notebook. Make sure to stay tuned to everything we have going on at the First Team NFL Draft and College Football Podcast. Likes, subscriptions, and of course, five-star reviews on any and all of your po- favorite podcast platform are very much appreciated. We'll be back next week for some more NFL Draft Talk and it's a little bit of college football stuff mixed in as well. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.